Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKeaty. And I do have to say, for this week, we wanted to do Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or I wanted to do Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's been very highly requested, but the only blind items I could find about him, there was one that said Emma Roberts was mean to him. (laughs) Okay. There was one that said he may have cheated on his partner of 12 years, but... It was a maybe thing. Okay. And all the other ones were about his fight with Vin Diesel, which became public anyway. So I know some message board stuff about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, do you want to tell the people now that I was like, there's nothing about him? (laughs) Well, okay. So, you know, I'm obsessed with like um, WWE scandal, even though I like wasn't into wrestling, (laughs) but for whatever reason, I just think uh, the scandal of wrestling is interesting. And his manager the person that was like managing his career when he was like becoming the rock and when he was like you know becoming like a household name like in the 90s when he was like a huge deal um his manager was like a big casting couch guy in WWE like known for the casting couch like he was yeah and he was managing the rock um so it was like rumored back in the day that the rock was like a big allegedly was like a big casting couch guy like he was like really really a big part of that whole world yeah 
allegedly. <laughs> well, you know that means next week you have to do the WWF episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. If I can find enough stuff, I would I would definitely be into it. But yeah, so you guys can see from the title, we decided to go with Tom Hanks. Um, I thought it was time we dragged <laughs> another A-lister. It feels it feels about right. Like it feels like the right time. And I also feel like it's been a while since we've ruined like someone's childhood favorite. Yeah. And he's the, can, can we be honest? Tom is like the perfect one to ruin. Because I feel <laughs> like we all kind of know that Tom is like an asshole. Like, we don't want to accept it and we squint our eyes at it, but like we know. You know. You know that Tom is an ass. Of course, we're going to start with pop culture. I wanted to start off by saying, do you know who Renee Rapp is? No. So she's in that show, Sex Life of Sex Lives of College Girls, which is on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just released her first EP. She is the next pop girly or something like, but she can fucking belt. She was on Broadway too. At 19, she was um, the lead of the Mean Girls on Broadway. Oh, okay, cool. And her EP is incredible. Her songwriting is so good. And she can like really, really belt it out. Like she has one or two poppy songs, but it's like in your feels. It's really good. I I just, I wanted to shout her out because I think you would like her and probably some Some people listening would like her. Yeah, I'll definitely check her out. I didn't know that she, I didn't know that that was a thing that was happening. Well, my first thing, speaking of music, my first thing that I wanted to talk about was that me, Troy McKeady, I am telling all of our listeners right now that I was wrong and I love to be wrong. And now I am a Lana Del Rey stan. Kelly's face. Oh. I am a, like, I'm, I'm a stan. Like, she is consumed my life for the past maybe three weeks and I've just been kind of keeping it to myself can I ask Um, like how this happened well I don't people message me about her a lot and I am the kind of person that like I like being wrong about shit like that where I'm like oh I just misunderstood her music or I misunderstood her um, and I was excited to kind of like get into her because so many people messaged me and said like, A, you're wrong about her and B, like you would love her if you just gave her a chance. Like she's made for you. And I was like, okay, fucking fine. So I listened to what was like considered, I went to like an album ranking and I went to her best album, Norman Rockwell, and I listened to it. And now it's like the only thing, it has consumed my life to the point that the other night, my friend Zach, who's like a really big Lana fan, we actually like on Zoom got drunk and he took me on a Lana journey. We watched all of her videos. Like I'm in it. So I was wrong. I am happy to have been wrong. And now I'm a stan. I, I love take that. A sip. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy that I was so incorrect about it because it's like been such a great, uh, it's been great. So now this song is, this album is going to be like my winter album. I can already feel it. See, if you guys really want us to try something, you just have to be bother us enough. Yeah, it's true. It's true. If you give a good, a good enough argument, I'm like, okay, I have to. Um, This is another just random thing. Have you seen Penn Badgley on TikTok? No. They're so funny. I'm so charmed by Penn Badgley. And I've been like a Penn hater for years, really for no reason. It was like a one-sided feud. Okay, yes, 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 yeah. 
But something about him always bothered me. Now I'm watching his TikToks. I'm like, oh, Penn's funny and cute. I think that he's really charming. I really do. I think he's really, really, really um like understated. Like he doesn't try very hard to like be cool or whatever. He just sure. like is cool. I'd fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that's been happening a lot in this past week on TikTok um is the the turning of Drake. Like people are really starting to turn on Miss Petty Drake. <laughs> and I love to see it. What do you think about this? I mean, I I haven't been following, I'll say like this more recent drama, like two weeks ago when he came out with his album and dissed Meg the Stallion out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, why are you coming for this woman who's never come for you ever? Right. And like, the whole thing about Tory Lanez and Meg pisses me off because you and I had this conversation when it happened, had Mm -hmm. this have happened to a white artist or, you know, or, you know, Selena Gomez or just someone at, you know what I'm saying? Like it would have been headlines, stop the news, stop everything news. Right. I just feel like Meg just kind of minds her business and gets so much shit for nothing. Only from like petty insecure bitches like drake and he's always been that and yeah i mean as much as i love to be wrong about something i also love being right as an aries and (laughs) i've been preaching into the the void about drake for years he is just a little bitch like he is a whiny crybaby bitch and he is like totally the thing about drake is that he's so disingenuous and so not authentic in who he is that I feel like now that's like starting to catch up with him. And I've always said that I feel like at the beginning of Drake's career, he was led astray by Lil Wayne into thinking that he had to be this thing that he's not Mm -hmm. when really he's like an emotional crybaby from Canada. And I think it was a huge miss, you know, it was like great for his career or whatever that he was discovered by Lil Wayne and like went in that direction. But like, I've always thought that he was more of like a good music, like Kanye, Kid Cudi kind of girl. You know what I mean? And he was just led astray. Yeah, I agree with you. And I mean, I think his friendships with young starlets is pretty concerning. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe this is the downfall. And I guess I did see that he posted like a, a Billboard Hot 100 and crossed out Taylor's name. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone's upset about that, too. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He is just like a little baby back bitch. Yeah, he's always crying about some woman who's hurt him. And it's like, I just can't fucking stand Drake. Like, I can't stand him. You know, and I the fucked up thing is I was always a fan of Aubrey. When he's just like being himself, I like Drake. But the Drake that goes on stage and accepts awards with like a Rasta accent, I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> who is he? Does he even know? Yeah, Drake, I, I I guess your time has come. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, by the way, did you get were you able to get Taylor tick? We know we promised no Taylor talk, but we just have to talk about it for a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I applied for my fun. I listen, I tried. All I can say is that I did the best that I could. I tried and it didn't work out for me. So tomorrow I'm gonna get in line or whatever at 10 a.m. and try and steal tickets from these these psychos uh yeah i'm annoyed about how much time i put into this to be honest with you it's like not okay 
Yeah. Especially for someone who's not like a diehard, this must be like really difficult for you. Yeah. Cause now I just want them because I've fought for it. So now I just want them on principle. <laughs> what about you? I did get tickets to the Gillette show, the Saturday night show for Gillette. I was in line for three and a half hours. Um, it's, it sucks. You know, yeah. I get the verified fan thing. Cause it does help with, you know, cutting down on scalpers and, and mm-hmm. all of that. But one thing that was making me so mad is they started just raising ticket prices because the yeah. demands for tickets. And I know artists can opt out of that. Like our good friend, Ed Sheeran opted out mm. and I will leave it at that. The Irish Rita Ora. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I agree. And like, I, to be honest with you, after we did the Taylor episode and like, it's been on my mind just how like money hungry this young lady is. Yeah. You know, and good for her. But I was thinking about that while the tickets prices were just going through the roof. I was like, she's telling them to fucking pump it up as high as they can go. You know it. I, um, our friends who do celebrity memoir book club, Ashley and Claire had the funniest TikTok because Taylor started posting about being nominated for Grammys and and Claire was like, this is like Helena Troy starting the war. And then being like, how's everybody doing? <laughs> no, it's literally, it's absurd. Um, I know you guys probably have some funny, like, ticket stories. I'd love to hear them. Yeah. I saw on, on TikTok, I spent a lot of time on TikTok live, like, scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I saw a bunch of the, the Taylor girls were coding the Ticketmaster website, they were doing HTML on the Ticketmaster web- website. I was like, uh, you guys are out of control. They taught me that and I was checking my spot in line. Can you, yeah, because you could see like, I'm 14,902. Yeah. I was I at 4,000 like, for quite some time. <laughs> what the fuck? I always go, I, this is like a weird just side thing. I always read website HTMLs because they'll put funny things in the HTML. I do too. It's the MySpace in us. Yeah. I I do too. I love it. And then I love seeing just like random shit that I could change if I wanted to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like if I wanted to change the color to black, I know how to do that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I have to ask, have you seen the uproar about Chris Evans' new girlfriend and <laughs> the newsletter that is his Twitter fan base sent out to him to let them know that they're upset. Will you explain it in great detail? Yeah, so I'm going to read some of it to you. Now, listen, I am a big fan of a lot of people, and I think it's cool to be a fan. Like, personally, I think it's awesome if you love something so much that you're willing to be passionate, blah, blah, blah. This is not okay, though. (laughs) So it starts off. Chris Evans As a 30-year-old, I've basically grown up from your work. From the hot jock to Captain America to Lloyd Hansen, it's been a pleasure seeing your career grow and transform. But beyond this, and what makes you stand out from the crowd, you've been most real, you've been the most real and genuine person I've watched in Hollywood. Your humility, your love for your family, friends, and Dodger, your sense of responsibility to use your voice for good, and so much more. I truly admire how you've never deviated from your narrative for over 20 plus years in the industry. So when you speak, we listen. We believe in it. We believe in you. <laughs> this is so silly. This is why your fandom loves you and why we're so loyal up to now. 
this past week, it's like we won the lottery when you finally won the title of Sexiest Man Alive. Finally. As long as I waited for it, I actually felt that you only received it now because you are at your best right now. And finally, you're being recognized. I was so saddened when this pride lasted all of two days. I have to start by clearing this up. Your fandom is not upset because you're in a relationship. Rather, it was the reveal of your relationship that made us betrayed by you. We feel betrayed by the Chris you led us to believe is you. (laughs) As a human being, I fully believe that you deserve your privacy and you will obviously only share what you feel comfortable with. During TGM press tour, you were asked a question that had nothing to do with your romantic life. You, however, chose to answer with regard to your romantic life. You volunteered this information. Yes, you didn't explicitly say you were single, but you sure did imply it. During your People interview, you once again implied that you were single. The publication even reported that you were. Realistically speaking, this should have no bearing on our lives as fans. However, as your loyal fandom, when you speak, we listen, we believe in it, we believe in you. This sense of betrayal is not because you're in a relationship. It's a rude awakening that our belief in you is based on nothing but lies that you've, you've seen selling us, that you've, it should say been selling us, I'm sorry. If you could volunteer up lies about something so trivial, what about you is actually real? It's like a kid finding out Santa isn't real. This may come across as completely dramatic to most, but I hope you realize how influential you've been on our lives. And just so you know, people, we're not done. There's only a little bit left. Your relationship is not really our business. Personally, I know nothing of Alba and will never know the dynamics of your relationship. A side note, an average 41-year-old man looking to settle down, start a family, and live a quiet life at home will most probably not do so with a 25-year-old woman at the start of her career. It's an indication of how you've unfortunately contradicted yourself. I could go on, but I'm going to leave it here. (laughs) I just know that I've been scream laughing on mute. It's honestly, it's giving Stan. <laughs> it's giving the tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. <laughs> like, it is giving Stan. I mean, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. Like, that was like, oh my god i'm having flashbacks dear stan please understand that i do want you as a fan that's what that's what the letter's gonna say back i mean does he's not gonna ever address that right i i highly doubt it but i know that he has for sure like gotten drunk with friends and like passed it around a table no doubt (laughs) they've definitely (laughs) read it and belly laughed that is so unwell (laughs) it's so unwell (laughs) <laughs> I love the part where it's like where it says like uh this is not the person that we thought you were. <laughs> uh, okay. Baby, got to listen to beyond the blinds. Please, please <laughs> clear yourself of this. <laughs> now the last thing, Pete and Emrata. And we called that at our DC show. I know. I know. It was only a matter of time. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I don't believe it's real. And I think it's wild how somehow, you know, a random spotting on Dumois of them holding hands in Brooklyn, but no photos or anything. So I'm going to assume by next week, we'll get our first grainy photo of Emrata and Pete. 
are very grainy mm. though. So we don't know it's a padlock. Yes. Like a kissing one that looks like they tried to sneak a kiss during like while they're alone. I don't know if it'll be kissing, but it'll definitely be at night. And it'll be like, you know, when it's picture at night under like a streetlight and it's orangey, it's going to look like. Yes. Oh, so it's romantic. (laughs) Yes. And they're trying Um, to be low key. I bet you the next time they're spotted, this couple looked so in love, but we're definitely trying to be low key. She's so good at pap walks. I think that she's one of the best celebrities when it comes to pap walks, the way that she just like from head to toe, like the whole moment just gives for me, even though it looks so forced, it's like so great. Um, And I feel like you and I talked about this a million times, but like, I feel like the new fake celebrity couple is like, like the new way of being a celebrity PR couple is just like being so blatantly fake. Yeah. So that people talk about it being fake. That's a good Do you know point. what I mean? Like they both, especially Pete's very self-aware. Like he knows that people are not gonna think that it's like real because that's all that they predicted with his previous relationship. But like, did it matter? Right. You know, all it did was make him like 20 times more famous to be speculating whether or not it's real. And what's crazy is we'll get so many DMs being like, well, Pete might fall for them or Pete might think it's real. Pete is just as into this game as they are. Oh my God. Pete is so self-aware. He's like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Don't sleep on Pete. No, don't. And don't sleep with Pete. That's my other (laughs) advice. Speaking of PR couples, I randomly saw, and this goes back to our PLL episode, Pretty Little Liars episode that's on Patreon. I always say Lucy Hale loves a PR relationship. She Mm. was allegedly spotted getting cozy with Jacob Ellerdy. I can't I can't it's just so lazy (laughs) it's honestly lazy it's lazy PR do better Samantha Jones would never (laughs) (laughs) so we got a lot of messages I guess this is like a a quick because there's not like a ton to say just that we predicted that Henry is a piece of shit in our episode Henry Cavill and that there's something unsavory between him and uh Millie Bobby Brown and there always has been and now it's like coming to light that their relationship is definitely unsavory and it's weird and like him talking to the press about how he like is so protective of her and they have like, strict he's a, boundaries yeah strict boundaries he's always like watching over her it's sick it's sick and Millie Bobby Brown we're praying for you girl And I feel like the comments that I've read have been like, well, of course he's going to have boundaries with an 18 year old. It's like, what? I know. It's like, yeah, he probably has boundaries now because she is 18. He's like over it. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know what else to say about it, except if you haven't listened to our Millie Bobby Brown episode, you definitely should. For sure. hundred percent. And I don't know if there are enough episodes for like a Henry episode. I mean, enough blinds. I'm sorry for a Henry episode alone. Right. But maybe he could be like a half C kind of guy. Yeah, like him and somebody else. That'd be fun. Not yeah. fun, but you know. Now we have to get into it, Troy. What are your thoughts about Mr. Tom Hanks? Well, I mean, like everybody else, I grew up watching Tom Hanks movies. Um, I mean, obviously, I think that Tom is like an, an, an American treasure. Like He's a national treasure. 
and um i i think that his he's one of those like like i would put him in the same category as like a tom cruise where like his movies are like the fabric of our society you know like he is american culture tom hanks mm-hmm. um but i also think and i've said this a million times and i always will believe this i think that men in hollywood who are painted to be good guys in quotes guys who have like the image of being a good guy people like will smith there's always something more there there's always some there's obviously always something more there and i think that tom hanks is an asshole to be honest um look no further than like that was it the golden globes that ricky gervais hosted yeah it was the glows right i believe so he got really mad at Ricky for making that joke about um, Epstein. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you so mad about that? You know what I mean? Like, it was just like so telling of his character. Like, how dare you talk badly about A-listers kind of thing. What about you? I mean, I agree with you. He's always been like, you You know, I was a big Will Smith fan for a really long time. Mm-hmm. He always reminded me of that, like, happy-go-lucky family guy who's, it's okay to watch with your kids his movie. Maybe not all mm-hmm. of them, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, he's been in someone who's like been in our lives since we were born. Yeah. But I started, I don't know how I came across it, but his alleged relationship with Jennifer Goodwin, mm. somehow I ended up down that rabbit hole and I was like, huh. Then I read more about how he allegedly treats like wait staff, And I was like, huh yeah and then i guess when chet hanks popped up i was like oh (laughs) yeah yeah look further than his offspring his spawn chet (laughs) he created that monster hello and just so everyone listening there are some just rita blinds in this along with chet and colin just because they were kind of all mixed together So before we get into the blind items, I want to remind you guys, everything from here on out is very, very alleged. We don't know if blind items are true or false. So you can make that decision yourself. Especially when it comes to (laughs) (laughs) A-listers. And we don't write the blinds. Yeah. (laughs) So we start in the year 2000. Can you guess which multiple Oscar-winning actor is the subject of a blockbuster new book that reveals he had a childhood from hell? The tell-all says this high-priced star had three different moms by the time he was 10, and so many stepbrothers and sisters, he was known as number eight. Now, on his Wikipedia, I will say it doesn't say he has, like, a bunch of siblings. So I don't know if we can debunk that blind, but I do not see a list of a bunch of random siblings. But fun fact, his brother does the voice of the Woody toys where you like pull when they're like, oh, I have a snake in my boot. It's actually his brother's voice. Tom just said that in an interview recently. That is extremely interesting. (laughs) Oh, that changes everything. I like immediately dart to Walmart and pull a Woody (laughs) string. He's a big box office star with a kinky fetish. He likes to smell God. He likes to smell (laughs) women's shoes. His perfect wife knows nothing of his fondness for footwear, so he relies on hookers to fulfill his fantasies. When he's in the mood for a good whiff, oh, this is making me making my skin crawl. He rents a room in a Hollywood hotel and has a tread has a treadmill brought in. He hires a hooker and orders her to dress in workout clothes, 
I have a foot thing. So like my mouth is watering right now. Then he puts her on the treadmill after she works up a big sweat. He pays $500 for her smelly sneakers. The gals love when he calls because he doesn't want sex, just the shoes. Okay, is that all for the foot stuff? Are we going to get more of that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the only foot fetish blind. Okay, good. This famous actor slash director's image is that he's a happily married man, but he's reliving his traumatic youth. Now that he's popular by sleeping with a slew of leading ladies and sexy extras. Over the years, he's been kind of down, but the miracle of Viagra has helped him get up. And now he's eagerly back to his cheating ways. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I think that's what <laughs> actors do. Yeah. We're now in 2001. Fans of this, quote, happily married superstar and family man would be shocked to know that he's a serial womanizer. He had a stream of sexy young gals visit him on the set of his upcoming movie to entertain him and engage in some serious hanky-panky. As soon as his wife and kids went home, he locked himself in his trailer with the girls at one time and placed a, quote, do not disturb sign on the door. Later, he bragged about his conquest to all of his friends, giving them all the gory details. Are we going to get a lot of hanky, hanky-panky jokes? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hanky-panky in with Mr. Tom Hanks. Cool. We're now in 2002. This Hollywood couple claims they're one of the happiest teams in showbiz, but things aren't so quite happy in the bedroom. Both are having extramarital affairs behind each other's backs. While Mr. Movie Star is playing around with his sexy leading ladies, his wife is having a fling with their studly pool boy, and that's Tom and Rita. Good for Rita. There are some wild Rita blinds. Oh God, I'm nervous. <laughs> No shoe ones, don't worry. <laughs> this Hollywood power couple looks great at the Tinseltown events and always appear to be the model pair in public. But Hubby can't seem to curb his craving for the ladies. To make matters worse, he's given his long-suffering wife a venereal disease not once, but twice. She finally said that if it happens again, it's three strikes and you're out. But I happen to know that wifey's demands aren't being met. He's cheating on her as we speak. Again, it's that conversation we always have, like, is it cheating? Yeah, like, what even is cheating in Hollywood? Only if you get caught, that's when it's cheating. Literally. Now we're in 2007. This Hollywood favorite is popular, rich, successful, and considered an all-around nice guy in general. But he also has a very dark side. A dark side which is carefully kept hidden from public eye, to not dent his impeccable reputation. In public, he always seems cheerful and in full control, but in private, his hot temper, which can be triggered by the slightest upset, has led on more than a few occasions to attacks of blind fury and rage, which is let loose on the object or person unfortunate enough to be in his reach. There are stories of smashed furniture and even trash cars, and these are just objects. The dark side is meticulously kept hidden from the public, and it's rumored the LAPD has covered up matters more than a few times. But an insider states it's only a matter of time before he shows this dark side in public and that when this happens, not even his wife will be able to save him. Most alarming of all, he himself remembers little to nothing of his rage after calming down. He seems like he would have a temper. Yeah, and that high-pitched voice he does. Oh yeah. my God. He Ooh. just seems like... 
like he would have a really i don't know he just like feels like that guy for some reason talk about heartbroken for the past several years this former almost a-list mostly television actress who has an a-plus look who has A-plus look recognition, but is probably a B-minus list when it comes to fame, has been the mistress of a Hollywood legend A-plus actor. I wrote briefly about them a year or so ago and how she was in a relationship that was fake and that she was really getting tired of the false promises our actor had been making, but didn't know what to do because she loved him. He said that he would leave his wife even though that would rock the tabloids for years. She believed him, and last month he dumped her. After canceling plans for three straight weeks, he dumped her. She found out that he has someone new in his life, and now she's stuck with what she calls a wasted three years in a relationship with a guy who loves her and she can't stand, so she is going to have to break up with him, and people will ask her about the breakup, and she doesn't care. She wanted her married A-plus lister. There have been reports that she is talking about spilling the whole thing, but then thinks that she will have her reputation ruined, because he is so squeaky clean and she will be the one who looks bad when it should be equal blame. And that is Tom having an affair with Jennifer Goodwin. And there are a lot of articles about that online, like a lot of Reddit threads. So um, I didn't like dive into those because this is mostly just blind item stuff. But if Mm -hmm. anyone's bored, there's so much out there about them and so many red carpet pictures with the two of them. Interesting. That's really interesting. And that was like back in the day when, like, I don't know, celebrity gossip just used to be so good. So good. That's 2013 that you just read. And like, that might have been our last good year. Honestly, I was just going to say that. I feel like that was like the last real old school Hollywood year to me. I'm curious. What are your thoughts on Jennifer Goodwin? Because I know we talked about Pim Badgley, who was one of my one-sided nemesis. So is she for some reason. Why? she just like annoys the shit out of me and everything I've seen her in. <laughs> that is so funny. I, I I don't know if I have any deep thoughts about her. Uh, let me look and see what she's even been in. <laughs> Granted, I've only seen her in like, um, he's not that into you. And she was also in Walk the Line. Well, here's the thing. She was in Big Love, um, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. She was like the young like kind of slutty wife of the polygamous group she was great in big love i will i will give which was oh my god that was executive produced by tom well now it all makes sense hello oh my god hi welcome to beyond the blinds (laughs) we don't know anything (laughs) well good there are going to be some blinds about big love too coming up oh i'm so excited uh So, as I said, we're in 2013. This must be messy behind the scenes. This network drama slash fantasy is a big hit. Two of the stars are very public about their relationship. What's not so public is that during their relationship, the male in this couple had a week-long fling with another co-star on the show. His girlfriend found out and read the riot act to the other woman, not her boyfriend. Apparently did not even get mad at her boyfriend. Of course, considering she was a longtime other woman, this might make sense. So, of course, that's Jennifer Goodwin having a longtime affair with Tom Hanks and allegedly Josh Dallas cheated on her with Lana Perella. I never watched Once Upon a Time, but I hear it was a good show for a little bit. Yeah, I never watched it either. This seemingly happy Hollywood couple has been shedding assets lately. 
The public explanation is that they just don't need all of that extra stuff. While that is partly true, it's not a complete answer. There is a darker private reason for the big yard sale. And no, they are not hurting for money or planning to file bankruptcy. They are planning to file for divorce. And that's and there, Rita and Tom. And there was a time where was a story they were getting divorced. Then they were like, never mind, we're still together. Right. Because they're like, one of. I mean, they were obviously one of those like pillar Hollywood couples. Like you just think of A-list Hollywood couples that have been together for a million years. And they were one of them. This actress is A-list in her own country and in the rest of the world, but about a B-minus list in the U.S. She's been in some huge movies, blockbusters. She had a huge starring role, but after that role didn't work out for almost three years because this married A-plus list, mostly movie actor, who likes to always come off as a kind guy blackballed her after she refused to sleep with him while they were making a movie together. There was not one period in that blind, just so everybody knows, but that was Audrey Tau Tau on the set of The Da Vinci Code with Tom Hanks. What a dick. Like, ugh, this this episode, you guys, that is the main theme of the episode. Ugh. This actress is half of a married celebrity couple. He is a much bigger star than she. And most of the films from which you remember her probably starred her husband and featured her in much smaller roles. With that discrepancy in fame, there must be something that attracted him to her in the first place. Is she extraordinarily beautiful? No. Is she extraordinarily nice? Definitely not. She is especially nasty to people in the service industry, especially retail clerks and waitresses. During a recent lunch at a well-known Hollywood restaurant, the server didn't understand one of her complicated orders and asked for clarification. The actress loudly said to her, are you stupid? When the waitress answered no, the actress replied, well, either you have a learning disability or you are a total moron. Then she made the server get the manager and made the manager get the manager's manager and on the up chain to tell, and wait, sorry. And on up the chain, telling each one that the person below them had offended her, that they have no right serving the public, and that they should be fired. This exchange is typical for her. While older service people in Hollywood are used to her offensive and abusive behavior, they avoid her. And she has reduced more than one young retail clerk or server to tears. Given that her husband has a reputation for being one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, it is baffling to us as to why he chose her as a partner. And if anyone out there does know why she treats service people so badly, tell us about it. I mean, you know, we always say once you find out that somebody treats servers bad, it's like over. Like 100%. To treat a person bad who is literally serving you is so vile to me. Now, if you don't want to deal with servers at all, if you want to be like Rita Wilson, we have something for you. This episode is sponsored by Factor. With the very hectic holiday season quickly approaching, it's the perfect time to start planning ahead with Factor, a ready-to-eat meal delivery. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver your order so you can enjoy crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan, Veggie, and 36-plus weekly add-ons, you'll have tons of healthy, flavorful options to choose from. 
I tend to get very stressed out during the holidays, so being able to choose from Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals makes it so much easier to fuel up fast when I'm on the go, and it also takes about two minutes to cook, which is incredible. Now, I love to use Factor because it's cheaper than using Uber Eats. I am an Uber Eats girly. But now I can put that money towards something useful, like buying myself gifts during the holiday season or buying a new microphone so I have better sound, <laughs> allegedly. And thanks to Factor's commitments to ingredients with integrity, you can enjoy flavorful, chef-crafted meals guilt-free. Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals means I don't have to clean my kitchen after I'm done eating, which is my favorite thing. So head to go.factor75.com slash blinds60 and use code BLIND60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code BLINDS60 at go.factor75.com slash BLINDS60 to get 60% off your first box. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com blinds. And now we're back to the show. Look at that. <laughs> now, I love your radio voice. <laughs> thank you. So we are starting in 2014. This married couple is A-list. They might actually be a plus list if you are a certain age. Academy Award nominations slash wins everywhere you look. They definitely have not been getting along lately, but this blind is about their own personal drama and the drama surrounding one of their offspring who's hooked on drugs. The couple have sent the offspring to rehab. They've tried sober companions and counselings. They've spent six figures to try and keep the offspring sober. They failed, and the offspring is still hooked on drugs and using more than ever. The couple finally cut the offspring off financially, but actually gave the offspring notice they were doing so. They provided two months' notice, so they could get sober or have the time to get a job and save up for a place. Instead of doing anything, the offspring kept right on using drugs and reached out to friends to try and find a free place to live. It's been 19 days since they were cut off and the offspring has spent at least a couple of nights sleeping on the street. 
So that's allegedly Tom and Rita dealing with Chet Hanks. And apparently he's, it's in parentheses. It says, I'm loving that he's sober now and everyone's getting along. So mm. I don't know if this was kind of like a throwback line that he wrote in 2014 or not, but yeah, that's the first of Chet's blinds. Interesting. This married B plus list mostly movie actress married to an A plus list mostly movie actor has no idea that a woman she considers to be a good friend and charity partner also used to set up our A list actor with D listers that would walk into her office looking to get free things. In return, the A-lister actor would send over established people that he met who were more used to the celebrity. I don't understand. So the the A-list actress being Rita, the husband, of course, being Tom, the charity partner being Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know if I understand that. So I don't know if it's trying to say that Rosie used to send like D-list actresses to him and he would send actresses he wasn't interested in to her. Oh my God. And this is exactly why people don't speak up. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like when people say, they go, wonder why so-and-so didn't say anything about so-and-so when they came forward about whatever. It's like, because they're all fucked. Right. They're all fucking rolling in mud together. That's why. It's the Spider-Man meme where all the (laughs) Spider-Mans are pointing at each other. Yeah, totally. Now we're in 2015. These celebrity parents are well-known and have been in the business for a long time. They have a child who's in college. The child excitedly let the parents know they were going to be skipping class to participate in some sort of million-student march activity at their school. Since the parents are known to be liberal in their leanings, we're a little surprised to hear their reaction. They told their child, what? We are the ones paying for education, so you'd better march yourself right back into that classroom and learn something. Um, so that's Tom and Rita being mad at their son, Truman, who is attending Stanford. And I mean, I don't think which way you lean, your parents would probably be like, get the fuck back in class. Absolutely. (laughs) Also, as a complete side note, all the tickets just sold out. And now we're in 2016. The happy faces you saw while doing press and at the premiere of this long-awaited sequel were all a sham. The A-list actor who also produces still is at war with the actress who stars in both films. And that is him being at war with Nia Vardalos from My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. He loves a he loves to tussle with a, a, another woman. I'm kind of like, if you're mad at anyone from My Big Fat Greek Wedding, you are out of my <laughs> circle. That movie's so funny. I mean, honestly, and it's like full of the nicest people right. in Hollywood. Like, if you want to shit on Joey Fatone, maybe. But right, yeah, and even that's pushing it to be honest. Right, this foreign-born B-list most Jolene scratching. Hold on, this foreign-born B-list mostly movie actress is going to explode to A-list within the next twelve months. She's the new quote it person. By the time she gets around to promote that blockbuster of hers, she's going to be eclipsing the fame of a franchise actress who's the star. Anyway, it can all come crashing down if the world finds out about her hooking up with this married A-plus-less mostly movie actor who's a recent co-star. They cannot stop seeing each other. So the movie being Rogue One, a Star Wars story, the it person being Felicity Jones, the married actor being Tom Hanks, 
and the franchise actress star being Daisy Ridley. So um, that's saying like Felicity and Tom are hooking up, not Daisy and Tom. Apparently this A-plus list athlete hooked up with this married squeaky clean A-plus list mostly movie actor while he was filming the latest installment to this franchise. She was in Europe competing and he was in Europe filming. They met at a party and one thing led to another. <laughs> okay, so that is either Maria Sharapova or Serena Williams at the Italian Open. And one of them fucked Tom? Allegedly. Allegedly? Oh my lord. This married permanent A-plus list mostly movie actor with multiple Academy Award wins slash nominations who might nab another this year recently broke up with the mistress he's been seeing for the past two years. She's desperate for money and is perfect for a tabloid to squeeze some juice out of her. Ew, what a weird sentence. But I hated that. Yeah, I hated that. This A-plus list mostly movie actor likes to pretend that he drinks a beer from time to time but his pretend drinking has turned to real drinking and has even been spotted drunk in public, which no one has ever seen. That's Tom. And night and day for this A slash B list foreign born, mostly movie actress. This is what the press are calling her interviews for the franchise that recently suffered a big fail compared to the interviews she is doing now, just a few months later. She feels she is finally getting the credit she deserves and is not a fan of the A plus lister she co-starred with recently and that is felicity jones not being a fan of tom yeah sometimes with blinds it gets difficult to like figure it out because again it's saying she was hooking up with him now it's like no she actually doesn't like him right now the only blind of 2018 is just silly i almost didn't pull it but it's so funny i had to read it this permanent A-list beloved actor and B-list actor slash producer wife, they turned off all their lights, period. Not even a pumpkin. Did they really live there? And that's for Tom and Rita. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is, and like, what creep did NT send to watch their lights at their house? No, it was definitely a little kid. He's like, that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. Turn up all their lights. I love that it says not even a pumpkin. Not even one. <laughs> so now we're in 2019. This former A plus list mostly movie actor who has multiple Academy Award nominations slash wins is married. His new mistress just graduated from high school. I believe our actor is in his 60s. Yep, he is. I went and checked. At the time, Tom was 62. Considering the name of the event, it's pretty ironic this A-list, mostly television actor from an acting family showed up wasted. So that is a Colin Hanks blind. And he showed up for Good for a Laugh comedy fundraiser to support children affected by war. Apparently he was wasted when he showed up. And the following blind... This permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actor with multiple Academy Award wins slash nominations is married, but spent some time last weekend with a 20-something-year-old he met while his wife was working, and apparently that happened at Stagecoach, which Rita Wilson was performing at. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who was an Oscar winner slash nominee is known by just about everyone in the world has a secret. He likes dangerous sex games and likes unwilling participants. Whoa. A benefactor who is rich, richer than rich makes it happen. 
the two share that same fetish. It doesn't matter what sex the unwilling participant is. They just like to watch the unwillingness. The thing is, though, our benefactor keeps things as safe for himself as he can by always engaging in these activities in international waters. He also makes sure to record all of the other A-listers who engage in the behavior in case one of them ever decides to turn on him or if he needs a favor. For several years, the participants were supplied by a very wealthy foreign businessman who was also in a position to remain unscathed while collecting the participants. When that man was arrested, though, the participants dried up. Apparently, they have found a new middle person who was in the ruling family of a Middle Eastern country. It is the same person who shielded the serial child pornographer slash pedophile for so long who has been arrested yet again. Damn. Okay. So the A-list actor, of course, being Tom. Um, the benefactor being David Geffen. My enemy. Uh, the very wealthy foreign businessman being Pippa Middleton's father-in-law, David Matthews. And the new person being George R.F. Nader, who was born in Lebanon. And uh, yeah, I don't trust anybody who's friends with David Geffen. Would we ever be able to do an episode on him or would it be like we'd have to watch our backs? I think that we could do one, but it would just pretty, it would involve literally everyone. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, you guys should look, if you just Google like David Geffen Yacht, You'll see all these pictures of him with celebrities like on his yacht. And it's like really just gross because he is it's like known what he does. Like David Geffen and um, what's his fucking name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Whitney Houston's manager. Oh, what was that? Clive. People like David Geffen and Clive Davis, like people in Hollywood know what they do. And they right. bring kids on their fucking yacht and do gross shit. So when you see pictures of like Oprah on his yacht, it makes you squint your eyes because you're like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Really good friends with David Geffen and Harvey Weinstein. That's weird. Now, this next blind is now my new favorite celebrity feud that has ever happened. For years, I've been telling you that the permanent A-list mostly movie actor with multiple Oscar nominations slash wins and another on the way is not the person you see portrayed in his carefully crafted image. Some of that came out this week via a former back-in-the-day A-plus-list actor. So apparently Henry Winkler hates Tom Hanks. And if you don't know who Henry Winkler is, he's the Fonz from Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. So this is all from Fox News. And apparently on Watch What Happens Live, somebody asked Henry, quote, what was the real reason you and Tom Hanks didn't get along on the set of Turner and Hooch? And did you ever wind up seeing the movie? Henry responded, I was directing that movie for 13 days. And then I was called into Jeffrey Katzenberg's office. He said, do you have everything with you? Go home. The happy day star added that before he was fired, he got along great with the dog. He loves the dog. And Andy Cohen then asked Henry, if he went to see the film in theaters and Henry said, I don't even remember the title of that movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I feel like Henry is like very beloved in Hollywood. Oh, people live for him. Yeah. So I found that so interesting. And I was like, team Henry. Totally. We're now in 2020. 
But before we talk about like the blinds of 2020, I feel like nobody cared about COVID in the United States specifically until Tom Hanks got it. He, to me, is like the benchmark of COVID. Like when I think of that very specific time with like the toilet paper shortage and um, just like the the right before lockdown, like Tom, he is COVID to me. Yeah. And just a heads up, guys, there are a lot of blinds about um, vaccines surrounding Tom Hanks. So just a heads up. I remember people being like, God, is Tom going to die? Like if Tom can get it any, it was like Tom getting COVID was a reminder that like celebrities all of a sudden were completely on the same, like it was an even playing field. Like we all were collectively afraid of the same thing. You know what? That's a good point. Cause you'll always hear people or I hear people, I don't know if this is for everyone, but it'll be like, how come senators don't get cancer? How come, Mm -hmm. you know, presidents are healthy? And then like Tom Hanks gets COVID and everyone's like, oh my God, no one's safe. Like nobody's safe. We all can really get this shit. (laughs) This permanent A-list mostly movie actor's son is still using drugs and now everyone else knows it. And that of course is Chet. Uh, that was right when he started speaking in the Jamaican accent. That was like peak Chet being an internet meme. Apparently the powers that be forced the former A-plus list, mostly television actor turned B-plus list actor who's been around forever to recant his true statement about his loathing of the permanent A-plus lister. That kind of story doesn't work well with a goody-goody image or the Oscar campaign. So that is when Henry actually went back and he uh, he said, actually, you know what? Tom wasn't so bad. Mm, I bet he did. <laughs> hmm. And of course, he's on Watch What Happens Live when he says that. I know. What a messy <laughs> man. <laughs> fucking Andy. He's like, so you hate Tom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't believe the hype that the, quote, walking blind item is trying to spill. If someone wanted to escape prosecution from the U.S., they wouldn't pick a country that would put them on the first plane back as soon as they were asked by the U.S. <laughs> so that's Taryn Manning, Tom Hanks. And it says he and his wife, Rita Wilson, are recovering from COVID and she feels well enough to rap. What's going on? I think Taryn was trying to say that, like, they were fleeing the country from COVID or something. Okay. Again, I could read that totally wrong. Why was Taryn Manning there? I don't know. Speaking of, we got to do a Taryn episode. (laughs) That has to happen. And he always calls her the walking blind item. And I just think that that is wild. It works. Yeah. This offspring of a permanent A-lister is trying to make himself famous. Wait until he decides to film himself using and see what happens. And again, that's Chet Hanks. And that's when he was slamming people who've hoarded all the water in toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) COVID flights are wild. I'll say it every time. An illiterate actress who was the longtime mistress of this married permanent A-plus-less mostly movie actor slash producer prior to her getting married to another actor was set to talk about the A-plus lister and what he did to her and several other young actresses. She was told that she would no longer work and her husband would no longer work if she spoke out. 
the actress peaked at about A minus slash B plus list. And that is Jennifer Goodwin. Did you know there are cam models to the stars, so to speak? Apparently, there are a group of 20, both male and females, that are trusted and their names are passed around as people you can trust. (laughs) Yes, you said that. I think as a rule, that's accurate. I used to get stories fairly frequently about celebrities and their webcam addictions. I don't get very many any longer and think it's because this group do keep things quiet. However, when one actor spends $100,000 in one month on one webcam person, then it starts to leak out, especially because she's not the only one he spent money on. He's probably a minus list, even though his network show just ended. He is an offspring and the parental unit is arguably higher on the list. So apparently that's Colin Hanks. Oh, I was going to say that back in the day, like, I think that we've talked about this before. You know, we have, because we, I talked about it with, uh, with Garth Brooks, but like back in the day, those kinds of people, like the cam models that you could trust in quotes, um, before they were like cam models and they were just escorts that you could trust. Those people used to do interviews in tabloids and it was great. And I think that they're really hard to find. If I can look through my notes, I'll see if I can, because I used to save them. Mm-hmm. But those people used to give exclusives to like really trashy tabloids and be like, yeah, Tom Hanks likes to be peed on or whatever. Like they would just tell all of their shit. And of course those have been like buried, 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 but it was a fun time. I love that. <laughs> Doesn't it seem odd to anyone else from the start that the public face of this disease was this permanent A plus list mostly movie actor, that he made it real and what was coming palatable to the masses. Then almost immediately thereafter, you had this foreign born A list dual threat actor to reinforce that behavior. Now the A plus list actor is back to help us get through the next phase and to get everyone on board again. Will that be reinforced again by the A lister or will someone else new be brought in? And, um, I remember that being a thing where people thought that Tom was like being paid by someone to be the face of coronavirus, like the celebrity face of it. Like that was like a conspiracy that was going around on the internet. Yeah, I think everyone lost their fucking mind during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think a lot of us have gotten it back. Right. But I mean, yeah, he was, like you said earlier, the person who made it really real. Mm hmm. And I think when it comes to Hollywood during COVID, like everything just felt so up in the air. It was like, is Hollywood going to go back to normal? Is it not? And I feel like concerts. Yeah. Like, are there going to be movies again? And I feel like we started questioning our celebrities like Ellen and Tom. And it was like, these people are weird. Like we had nothing to do, but be like, they're weird as fuck. And we're watching them, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) and he was definitely one of them. My favorite part of lockdown, other than Tiger King, of course, had to have been the weird um, living room concert series that Elton John put together, specifically Camilla and Sean playing in her (laughs) living room. That was my favorite. (laughs) My favorite was Priyanka clapping. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Or when they all sing believe imagine oh my god when they all sang imagine like it, it's too it's too soon yeah Goodell, what are you thinking <laughs> <laughs> it might sound jokey right now but at least one of the two vaccines being worked on in the u.s 
will have a version of this actor's name in the vaccine. The company thinks it'll make it stand out from the competition. So apparently Tom Hanks was joking that he would give the name to the Corona vaccine and call it the Hank zine. This B-list actress singer, who no one normally pays all that much attention to, is in the spotlight and is being asked to do her part to support this A-plus-list actor husband as savior of the world. She wants her new song to be the we are the world moment of this crisis and programming directors are being told to play it even though she has never really had any luck with radio play ever. <laughs> so that's um, Rita wanting, is her song called Where's My Country Song? Mm-hmm. So that's Rita wanting her, her song to be the song of coronavirus. I'm obsessed with that. I can count on my hands the number of times this permanent A-plus list mostly movie actor and his multiple Oscar nominations slash wins has been randomly photographed by a paparazzi in the past decade. Two of them happened in the past week. He's staying front and center for his role in the vaccine rollout. And that's Tom planning paparazzi photos. Oh my lord. This foreign-born permanent A-list celebrity brought a woman on vacation earlier this month. The thing is, his wife was also on the same vacation, but didn't know about the other woman. Making this even more crazy is the woman was stashed on the yacht of this A-plus-list actor. Good Lord. Um, so that is David Beckham bringing a woman on vacation with Victoria and stashing this young lady on Tom Hanks's boat in Greece. Can I just say something really quick, speaking of boats? Of course. So I forgot to say at the beginning of the episode that I went and saw um, Triangle of Sadness the other day. And I didn't really know a lot about that movie going into it. But I was like, this movie was made for a show. It should basically be the movie that represents our podcast. It's about a bunch of wealthy 1% people that go on a yacht And um, it like explores all the different reasons that they're there. Some of them are influencers. And one of the couples that's there is a fake influencer couple. And they are dating and they like have sex, but they're not really dating. And they're like, maybe we could fall in love during this. They literally go on a yacht. And then the whole movie is about this disaster yacht. Like that it's like just a bunch of drunk people that are like actually kind of, or not drunk, but wealthy people that are actually kind of gross. And, like, the boat is a disaster and they all get sick. And, like, it's really, really good. But it's about a PR couple going on a yacht. I have never even heard of this movie. Are there big names in it? Yeah. um, uh, Woody Harrelson's in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Kelly, you would literally... It's so funny that I was, like, church laughing in the theater. Like, I was... It was uncomfortable how hard I was laughing. Like, I felt (laughs) uncomfortable. You have to see it. Okay, I trust you. If you think I'll like it, I'll probably like it. Yeah, you will, I promise. Because, I mean, you know I only watch the same five movies. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this next blind is from Blind Gossip. It hasn't been confirmed that this is Rita Wilson, but it's heavily suspected. Okay. You will definitely see this famous actor on Sunday during the Oscar telecast. He could potentially bring home a trophy. However, if he doesn't, he still might deserve a trophy for putting up with the woman who will be accompanying him to the ceremony. 
There was a very unpleasant incident in the past couple of weeks during a dress fitting. Quote, I saw the dress before the fitting and it looked gorgeous, but obviously something went wrong at the fitting itself. I don't know what exactly it was. She was screaming at a couple of people. The only part I heard was, why is this so fucking hard? Why are you all so fucking incompetent? And then a couple of people hurried out of the room looking very worried. So allegedly that's Rita Wilson. Again, not confirmed, but from what we've read, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's on par. And we are now in 2021. The winter of discontent. The title is much more dramatic than the actual blind. I just wanted to use it and and realize that it's almost spring. So now or never. Over the fall and winter, this A-plus mostly movie actor feels as if he were used much the same way he uses the women who are not his wife. In his case, he feels used by those higher on the food chain. He has believed for many years that he was at the top of the food chain, especially because of his longtime partnership with the permanent A-plus director. The director made it clear to the actor in late January that this was not the case. The actor had been promised nearly $100 million for his participation in a public relations drive, if you will. He didn't get it or anything close to it. He got nothing. He can't do anything, though, because if he says anything, people will know that he was complicit. People will know that he lied, exaggerated, and embellished. The one thing he can do is expose the director. The director has a huge project coming out, and the actor can roll out the red carpet of misdeeds and sully the reputation of the director. Oh, Lord. Oh, my heart just stopped. And sully the the director. I'm like flustered now. No, no. And sully the reputation the director has had with the public, loosely based on his childhood growing up in Arizona. And uh, that's Steven Spielberg. Uh, why Why are you so flustered, Troy? Because <laughs> there's not great... I'm going to say I feel so bad doing this because I know how much he means to people, but Steven Spielberg does not have good blind items. And um, his reputation is not good. I will say Drew loves him. Yeah. Drew does love him. The face you just made. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll do a Steven episode one day when we're brave enough. Can someone make a list of all the episodes we said we were going to do? (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) Please. The next blind, it's more like a Chet Hanks blind, but... Remember when he tried to make, what was it? Was it Hot Boy Summer or White Boy Summer? <laughs> White Boy Summer. Was it White Boy Summer? Yeah. Okay. This has nothing seen... to do with that. I just wanted to remind people that was a thing. I've just never seen someone who is so like, a, almost like at a Pete Davidson level where he's so aware of why people fuck him and he leans in. He's like, no, you're repulsed by me, but you want to fuck me. And that's my power. He's really committed to the bit. He is extremely committed to it. At what point does a parent's responsibility for a child end? This famous acting couple has several adult children. One of those children is a screw up. His parents set him up to follow in their footsteps as an actor, but Sonny just can't seem to stay out of trouble. Quote, sure, you can blame his troubles on substance abuse, but the truth is that even when he's sober, he's a fuck up. He thinks he's smarter than everyone else, and he doesn't think any of the rules of normal behavior or society apply to him. He messes up everything in his life multiple times, 
but seems unrepentant for his mistakes, almost defiant, in fact. Quote, his parents have always bailed him out. They pay for rehab. They pay for private counseling, whatever it takes to get him back on the right track. He's caused them nothing but heartache over the past few years. So does Sonny have any money? Not that much. If he earns any, he usually runs through it in five minutes. People assume he's rich because his parents are rich, but they try not to give him a lot of cash because of his drug history. Sonny is in trouble again. This time, the trouble could actually be settled quickly and simply with cash. Will his parents bail him out this time? They could easily afford it, but they're between a rock and a hard place right now. If they do pay up, it sets a bad precedence. He wouldn't change and people would sue him just because they know mom and dad will pay up and make him go away. If they don't pay, this stays in the headlines and gets dragged into court, which makes the whole family look bad. The charges are bad enough, but the allegations of racism seem even worse. So, yeah, allegedly that's Chet. Um, and Tom and Rita are always bailing him out. Speaking of late night television and the celebrity CEO, this permanent A-list mostly movie actor who is a multiple Oscar winner nominee is on standby as an emergency replacement who could even come in on the day of and be ready in case of the celebrity CEO becomes incapacitated. Um, So that, I guess, was Tom standing in maybe if he needed it for Alec Baldwin or for Elon El- Musk. Yeah, it's for Elon. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I, I get it. Interesting. You're a big SNL guy, right? Mm-hmm. T- Tom's hosted a lot, hasn't he? Do you think he's like yeah. one of the better hosts that just like kind of fits in seamlessly with that show? Yeah, he's one of those people that seems like he could have been on the cast if he wanted to back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, he's a part of that. I think they call it like the Jackets Club or whatever when you like host a certain amount of times. I mean, he's great on SNL. Oh, yeah. He was David Pumpkin or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This celebrity offspring of a permanent A-list mostly movie actor who has multiple Oscar wins slash nominations is using a gun and it isn't pretty. He needs rehab but doesn't want to go. Guess we know how he's going to be spending his summer. So um, that's when Chet Hanks started to like, this is when he was doing White Boy Summer. And then all the allegations of abuse came out against him. And he finally got like the taste of fame he always wanted. And then he had to pull back because of these allegations. And um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think like he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Yeah. If, yeah. If anything, it was like a good thing that it was like, he didn't go too far. Right with getting famous for being so stupid. Uh, Trigger warning uh, domestic violence for this next one. What these newly released texts didn't show is how often this A-plus-list mostly movie actor cheats on his wife. And now we know why. So this is referring to a Radar Online um, post, and this is still domestic violence trigger warning, but it has to do with Chet and his ex-girlfriend, Kiana Parker. And she released a bunch of text messages that he sent her. So this isn't the whole story. If you want to read everything, like I said, this is from Radar Online. All you have to search is Chet Hanks abuse. Quote, he sent me over 15 messages saying all kinds of crazy things. That was the start of the abuse. I didn't think it was going to get that serious where he was going to put his hands on me. But those were signs that should have clicked. 
I should have walked away then. So the first photo shows 18 text messages from Chet Hanks to Kiana, starting with where are you at? He went on to write, Kiana, I'm not fucking playing. Where are you? I swear on anything. If you don't send me your location right now, we're going to have a problem. He then sent 13 consecutive messages that said location followed by Kiana. The second photo shows Chet expressing regret, though it's unclear what preceded it. Quote, I didn't mean any of that shit. I'm really disappointed in myself for saying it. I just don't know if this is a sign. That shit hurt. What if I brought up rumors about your family or just hit you where it hurt? She added, IDK man. That's when Chet alleged that he, quote, watched my mom domineer and control my dad for my entire life. And he just sat there and took it. When I feel like I'm not being respected as a man, it strikes a nerve with me because it makes me feel like I'm allowing the same thing to happen to me. And I'm becoming what I hated most in my father. So Kiana ends up replying. So talking about me and pushing up on you makes me, makes you feel like more of a man. Again, if I said anything about your family business or rumors, you would be looking at me crazy. So I guess that whole thing to say is Chet is saying his mom really dominated and controlled his dad and that bothers him. And he doesn't want to be like his dad. I just thought that was like interesting, like to put together with all the blinds. Mm -hmm. And just like the red flags and those text messages, like. Right. If anyone's listening and someone is sending you 13 text messages saying location, 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 like you guys don't just need that or deserve that. No. And then to like, of course, like to apologize at the end and be like, I'm sorry. It just reminds me of my trauma. That's the reason I'm being abusive to you. Like, ugh. Right. So now in 2022, a few years ago, my parents went to a dead and company show at Red Rocks in Colorado. During one set, they saw, very much to their surprise, a small cl- cluster of casually dressed security walking with this married a plus mostly movie actor who was a multiple Oscar nominee winner, who was accompanied by a much younger, 20s, and very beautiful Asian woman. So if it hasn't been established, Tom likes uh, young gals, sex workers, he likes to cheat. Sure does, allegedly. <laughs> So this is a throwback blind, but I felt like it was very fun. There are certain acting couples that tend to keep making movies together. Way back in the day, this actor, Chevy Chase, and actress Goldie Hawn were each A-list and made multiple movies together, Foul Play and Seems Like Old Times. It was only after wrapping their final movie together, they realized they would both end up dead if they made another. All they would do during filming was as much coke as they possibly could, staying up all night and having sex. That relationship destroyed the marriages of the actress and actor, but they knew they didn't belong together in the long term. They liked partying and having sex with as many people as possible. You both know them. The other acting couple didn't do drugs together, but they were each in marriages that were tedious. Our actor, Tom Hanks, is still married, and our actress, Meg Ryan, is not. The two of them made several movies together and would basically live together during shooting and not speak to each other in between movies, fearing their respective spouses would discover their romance. This went on for years until it could just not be hidden any longer and they stopped. 
She thought they could do the same kind of thing on set relationship with another actor, Russell Crowe, but it crashed down and burned her life and career. You know, both of them. So again, that is Chevy Chase with Goldie Hawn. At the time, Chevy Chase was married to Jacqueline Carlin. Goldie Hawn was married to Bill Hudson, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And of course, Tom Hanks is still married to Rita Wilson. You don't know how bad I want to see Rita Ora. And Meg Ryan was married to Dennis Quaid. And of course, she cheated on him with Russell Crowe. But I thought that blind was just like wild. Yeah, that is wild. And Chevy Chase, what a fucker. Chevy Chase is an asshole, everybody. Like Joel McHale just did a whole interview about how terrible Chevy Chase is to work Mm -hmm. with. Yeah, look at, um, just like type in Chevy Chase's name on TikTok. And it's like, so, I mean, the amount of people making like just compilation videos of all the horrible stuff that he's done. Insane. Like that man is out of his mind. And he's never been nice either. Like even back in the day, he's always been known as like the meanest, most abusive person to work with. That's wild. Yeah. Racist, sexist, homophobic, behind the scenes. There are some revelations in an upcoming book. I'm glad my mom died. And it will be great to have them front and center. I'm scared now. I don't think it will bring down a producer, Dan Schneider, that we want brought down. The part that would have already leaked from one of the book reviewers. There are many things left unsaid in the book. They are implied and hinted, but they are. But there was only so much knowledge the actress, Jeanette McCurdy, who wrote the book, had back then. The powers that be at the network, Nickelodeon, didn't know what she knew or who she would tell. So they attempted to bribe her to stay quiet. That is not a new revelation. It is what is left unsaid in situations such as where this A-plus list singer, Ariana Grande, who was a B-plus list very young actress at the time, somehow ended up in the home of the A-list actor, Tom Hanks. Oh, God. Our author only knows what was told to her. She knows that the actress was at the actor's home and was given an explanation. An explanation that told almost nothing. Why was a very young, not even old enough to drink actress who was the special project of the producer there at that home? How many others ended up in the home of the actor from the network? As it turns out, an additional former co-star, Miranda Cosgrove, of the author also spent time at the actor's home, as did a former co-star, Victoria Justice, of the at-the-time B-list actress. Was this so the A-plus-list actor could have his ego fed by very young actresses in awe of the actor and willing to fawn over him as they did the producer? Does our actor have a foot fetish and the actress knew just what to do? How did the producer and the A-list actor come to know each other so well? They've never worked together or had projects with some people that they both know. This was special. Someone needs to take our author's narrow scope of what happened and dig a little deeper. Um, This is so ironic because I literally just posted on our Instagram a TikTok of this girl talking about how all of the Nickelodeon and Disney kids were um, like rotated to Seth MacFarlane. Yes. And you and I talk all the time about how, you know, I think that these kids, male and female, are like a buffet of like older people in Hollywood, like not just to the producers of their show or to the network. I think that they're sent places like go to this director's house, go to this producer's house, go to whoever's house and just be their like toy for me. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. And I will say, um, did you read, you read Jeanette's book, right? Or you mm-hmm. listened to it? Yeah. That part was definitely glossed over. Yeah. Why is Ariana Grande at Tom Hanks's house for game night? Right. It makes absolutely no sense. No. At all. And yeah, the Ariana, the Ariana Grande of it all when it comes to Dan is just so dark. Yeah. Like I my mind races because I'm just like, I don't even want to go there. And it's interesting how she still posts photos with Dan. I know. Maybe not like within the last two years, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of married permanent A-list, mostly movie actors, a troublesome offspring of one of them got a bunch of information and recordings when he slept with one of his father's mistresses, Tom and Chet. So that Chet blind is our last blind. Allegedly, he hooked up with one of Tom's mistresses and is ready to sell some stories. I don't know if I believe that because I don't think the media would pick up that. Right. Um, so yeah, Troy, what, what do you think after kind of hearing all these blinds? I guess it just kind of confirms my sus- suspicions about Tom and like, this is what I thought of him. So it, it, it makes me feel like my spidey senses is like on par. Cause I just felt like this man is, has to be a womanizer. He's friends with too many people in high places and he's so like dead set on keeping his squeaky clean image that you know that there's a lot there so it just kind of confirms and I feel good about this episode rotted rotted for sure rotted I agree yeah did you opinion change of him or no no he became worse than I thought (laughs) yeah like I always I guess I silly me as you guys are listening to me learn as we've done this podcast. But in my head, I was like, oh, him and Jennifer Goodwin. Like, okay, I get it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't expect like so many layers of like David Geffen and yachts and, and all that extra. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but I love episodes. I love our A-lister episodes because it is just a great like spider graph of other people that need episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, Taryn Manning is happening and David Geffen may could maybe happen and i think we even mentioned wwe yeah (laughs) the the world wrestling federation episode is coming girls and uh if we have the balls one day maybe steven spielberg listen it sounds very scary but we have done a Nicki minaj episode yes when you have the barbs waving their fingers at you you can basically handle anything Um, Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate all the subscribers, the rates, ratings, all that helps with, you know, the charts. We got to say it. We got to say it. We we appreciate you. We we have so much fun doing this. And a lot of people are asking about tour dates for next year. It'll probably be more like early spring. I don't think we'll be traveling much this winter, but definitely early spring, summer, fall. Yeah. And I'm excited to like revamp our show and like figure out what the next phase of it will look like and all that stuff. And yeah, we just appreciate you guys for supporting us. And we will have an episode next week, even though it'll drop on Thanksgiving. Maybe you can listen to it on the way to your your What better time? I know. (laughs) But we can't wait to can't wait to talk to you next week. 
Love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.